Hello and welcome to I in Oakland. I'm Chuck Moss, your host, coming to you through the magic of Zoom or StreamYard, as it were. We've got a great guest here, and let's get right into it. We're talking to Brad Host, Birmingham City Commissioner, uh, present and future too. So, welcome to the show, Brad. Thank you, Chuck. This is delightful of you to have me. No, oh, hey, we, we we specialize on delightful shows and delightful guests. Uh, the host I can't uh, vouch for, but uh, all right. Now, well, congratulations on your, your re-election. Uh, largest number of votes again. Well done. Hey, thank you. You know, in fact, uh, in a, and I am bragging now, you know, thanks to you, Chuck, I've run four times for public election and I got the most votes every time. So there's hope for me. Well, you know, I've been uh, actually the first time I ran for city commission, I got the largest number of votes, too. And I was utterly intolerable about it till people finally told me to knock it off. But, um, you know, it was great. Um, But I I didn't knock it off. So how did you get the largest vote total? I mean, you all were unopposed. How how did you uh, move the needle uh, up and up? You know, uh, it, it's pretty easy. And I, I think that uh, you do the same thing. Uh, for example, I heard that you uh, were at Leo's and offered uh, people to come in and see you. You know, as you know, I go to the farmer's market most every Sunday and sit on the bench outside. And people are kind enough to come over and talk to me. Uh, but what I did was I, I, I went door to door from probably late July through uh, late October. And I probably knocked on a minimum of a thousand doors, maybe more. And uh, the people here are so nice. Uh, nobody slams the door. They uh, genuinely are intrigued to see a potential public figure at their door. And uh, I'll give you the classic. Uh, this is in Poppleton Park. I'm with a young father and his daughter and the dog outside. And this guy at the end turns to me and he says, Brad, you're old school, which is, uh, I like to talk to people and see their circumstance as well as their concerns. And I think the public recognizes that I'm attempting to uh, be their representative, uh, you know, uh, and so I, I think that's, why they like me or or uh better stated uh, they tolerate me <laughs> that's it so that sounds like a de facto endorsement of the current commission balance i mean if they were mad at any one of you they, they could have turned you out or someone could have run against you nobody did uh no that's a good point that's a good point. And, and there was no mudslinging, which, uh, you know, if it had been a contested election, uh, you can extrapolate how uh, nasty it would have probably gotten. Yo, but, tell me about it. <laughs> you know, you've been there and I've been there. So, but, yeah. uh, you know, we have a lovely public here that uh, is very nice uh, door, you know, just when you're knocking on the door. I mean, the incidence of somebody being nasty to me is like one-tenth of a percent of all the people who live here. So uh, this is a great community. Well, now that you're back in, I have a question now. You've got, you're back in for the next four years. Uh, you have any new initiatives? you have anything new you're going to kind of bring to the table and work on uh, after your um, 
um, experience. What's going on now? Um, you know, Chuck, uh, and I say this affectionately about uh, the, the commission that I'm sitting with now. Um, one of the things we did before the election was uh, tell the city that we want them to speed up the improvements uh, of the infrastructure. And uh, I'm very proud that uh, my fellow commissioners went along with uh, a notion that uh, I have said all along, which is uh, uh, we need to uh, update the infrastructure and uh, insofar as we can fix the unimproved roads. And so it has been made a major priority. Um, Certainly, from my viewpoint, the biggest item that we're not dealing with is uh, the commercial parking downtown. Uh, it has been my stance since the moment I got elected the first time to point out that uh, we have five decks and a couple of uh, surface lots. But uh, if you look at the Birmingham 1980 plan, uh, which, by the way, I recommend anybody should look at it uh, online because it's only 90 pages and it's double-spaced, old typewriter uh, font and uh, very straightforward. And what I'm referring to uh, is the appendixes in the back. They use the same square footage ratios for parking spots that we use today. And in the appendix, it shows two-story, Birmingham has a two-story uh, uh, um, community. And as such, we need 6,300 parking spots. Today, we have 4,900, uh, including the decks and uh, the surface lots. So we're 1,500 below uh, what they what they anticipate for a two-story downtown. And then the other appendix they do is four-story, which is 12,300 plus spots. So we're not just 1,500 short, we're more like 7,500 short. So, um, and, and, and the premise to what I'm trying to get the commission to realize is that you can't give a you can't well you can't give away non-existent parking and that's what I believe uh, the city has been doing in the most recent uh, um, new you know buildings that are going up and of course RH would be the poster child for what I just said and if I may and these are the actual numbers. Um, they have the whole block uh, between Brown and Danes and the three one-story buildings that were there had a total of 30 parking spots and Restoration Hardware is doing a four-story building that has 25 parking spots in the basement. So they're five below what the one-story buildings that they replace uh, are on. And then uh, the allocation for visitors is a deficit of 225 homes. And uh, the commission didn't even talk about the employees' cars, which, by the way, 
the theory is RH is going to have 150 employees. So you do the math, add in maybe another 100 cars for the employees. The deficit is 335 cars, which is almost one half of parking deck that we have. And I'm trying to point out that our capacity is below what we're uh, releasing uh, as uh, the buildings, uh, you know, four-story or five-story buildings downtown. Uh, that that would that would be the one thing, the most important thing for me, Chuck, to uh, get on the table is how do we handle uh, non-existent parking? That's it. Well, I, what I don't understand. Look, okay, um, uh, this. Okay, you see this bruise on my jaw? That's it hitting the floor. Uh, uh, the idea that we are expanding downtown south south of town down down to fourteen. I think is uh, done. Lincoln, excuse me. I think it's fabulous. I love it. I love restoration hardware, but I never thought about it until you talked about the the parking situation. Where are they going to park and where can you put decks? I mean, I suppose, you know, we can talk about parking at the uh, the, the Peabody deck uh, or Pierce Street, but that's kind of a bit of a hike. People aren't going to want to do that. How 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 do you rectify that or or, or don't you? Well, uh, I you know, I think what you said about uh, the South Old Woodward, uh, that is uh, fantastic and as such, uh, they have to look to Peabody or uh, the Pierce deck, which, by the way, I remind you, those two decks were full in 2016, namely pre-pandemic. Yeah, pre-COVID. Right, right, pre-COVID. And uh, that is where uh, they're going right now. Now, I'll grant you, uh, if we continue to do these buildings, uh, we need to consider... Uh, adding parking. Uh, uh, certainly, if the triangle were to expand uh, the way it has been zoned, uh, that would happen. Well, the same is true for uh, the regular downtown. And uh, personally, I'm not real keen on adding decks. I, I would prefer to uh, have the uh, uh, developer provide the parking on site and uh, as such uh, that would take care of a, a lot of the problem but what you say is something that we need to be talking about particularly if we're going to allow the downtown to go up in the air four or five stories well the triangle the triangle is expanding i mean come on uh, we've been uh, yeah, I, I live uh, I live not far from the Triangle, and uh, you go down Adams Road uh, across from Adams Square. You look across; that's a big building. That's a huge building. So the Triangle is definitely expanding. So that's not even a, if it does. Um, my question: It's got a big parking deck in the middle of it. So I guess well, maybe that's maybe not. so. But you know the the developments you're seeing uh, have either pay, you know like uh, um, uh, the big. Uh, apartment building that's going up has a, a, a more than enough parking on site. In fact, they have an additional 65 uh, parking spots beyond what they needed for the building, which is very encouraging. The same way 
the four seasons people uh, there is a, a deficit and they do pay uh, for the deficit, which I think is around 50 cars. They, they did pay 30,000 bucks a spot. And so in the city coffers, we have a million and a half dollars from Four Seasons uh, that we could apply toward a future deck. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's all well and good if you got it. I mean, you know, if we have <laughs> sure, we can, we can rent it to them. Uh, before we go any farther, I think we're going to be taking a break here. So uh, we're going to hold that thought. And uh, you talk about infrastructure. Parking uh, is as necessary to a uh, commercial office downtown as uh, water and uh, water and sewer is. So we better be looking at that. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. Uh, we're talking to Brad Host, newly reelected city commissioner. I'm Chuck Moss. Don't go away. We'll be right here on Ion Oakland. Welcome back to Ion Oakland. I'm Chuck Moss, your host, and we're talking with Brad Host, uh, who is the uh, newly reelected Birmingham City Commissioner. And we're talking about some, uh, we're talking about downtown, and we're talking about development, which we like, or at least I like. I love it, but you've got to have the infrastructure to support it. And one of the crucial infrastructure items is, of course, parking. And uh, doesn't do any good if you've got buildings and no one can park. So. Uh, Let's let's take it away. We were just talking about you. You mentioned the 1980 plan. I know a bit about the 2016 plan, which was done in 96. And I'll tell you right now, parking. We had all these empty decks. They didn't even plow the top two floors of them. But now it's all different. I want to uh, jump on something, though. The parking situation that we are looking at and max maxing out in uh assumes a lot of office a lot of people in office is the office occupancy situation in birmingham fundamentally changing like post-covid people aren't coming back they don't need as much office space uh have you heard anything about that you know chuck uh that, that is exactly what i've tried to bring forward to the commission and uh, it has been rejected so far and the reason is we are over 90 percent occupied in the office area and 99% occupied on the retail area. I remember uh, Crane's business uh, probably three, four months ago did a in-depth study of the metropolitan area and the commercial uh, uh, situation. And the only place that's exempt from what you're theorizing, which is the fallout of, of uh, COVID in the square footage rentals of companies. The only place that's not affected is Birmingham. Whereas I would like to uh, see that we make a plan to, with the notion that the commercial uh, office uh, occupancy is going to go way down. Everybody's saying the numbers are off the chart and we're exempt so far, so we don't need to deal with it. But I do think that that's going to happen uh, in the near future. Why do you think that's going to happen? I mean, I'm, you know, um, 
I mean, one of my guests we have is a commercial real estate person. And I, that's another question I'm going to ask. I've been banging this drum since like, like early 21. So what, um, why do you think it's going to reverse and fall off in office? Well, uh, as a businessman, uh, I'm pleased to say that the rental rates in Birmingham are about the highest uh, you can get a hold of. And uh, as such, I think employers uh, will be ratcheting down uh, their square footage expenses, uh, even in Birmingham. It hasn't come to Birmingham because uh, this is such a prestigious place to work. And I hope that that does continue. But I, I, I agree with you that uh, there's going to be some fallout. And so as such, we should be working with the commercial owners as uh, to uh, reinvent maybe some of the office space into apartments, for instance, which that's part of the 2040 plan is to have more people in Birmingham. And I personally think where they, they could easily go is in the downtown area when we reinvent some of this office space. But as it is 90% occupied, I, uh, I can't get anybody to even talk about uh, auxiliary plans. We're 90% occupied. Well, we're bucking the trend nationwide too. That's, that's, that's actually good news. Uh, it is. No, no, you're right. Uh, it is great news, but we ought to be uh, working the downside, which is the rest of the world, because uh, we're, we're not going to be exempt forever. Uh, you know, we need to be thinking about alternative usages for uh, some of our office space as uh, the employers uh, ratchet it down. Hasn't well, happened yet. Well, you know, uh, the commercial and office, it's it, once again, um, 2016 plan. I, I know I'm going back now, but uh, that did shape our current uh, current city is that we, we didn't even really consider office. It was like, you know, retail, commercial, and, you know, but retail and residential. The office just kind of happened. And it's, it's, you know, it's been good for the city, uh, but it does require, as you say, the infrastructure. Let me jump real quick to retail. Retail looks like it's doing great. I mean, retail, I, I was downtown ringing bells with Rotary, you know, do, doing the. Uh, Sorry doing, you on that. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So, but, but uh, downtown looked great. Um, you know, um, just uh, the retail's looking good. One thing that has, uh, downtowns have uh, been fighting for years is, was the downtown versus the mall. And the malls right now are, they're dying. Um, Somerset's still hanging in there, but I must say it's Christmas stuff looks a little subdued compared to previous years. But, um, you know, if, if the malls are dying, retail is doing well. Once again, Birmingham's going to gain from it, but where's everybody going to park? Well, that's my question, too. Um, namely, I think we need to have a timeout on development downtown when while we assess uh, how to proceed uh, with a uh, parking deficit that already is at least 1500 cars, maybe more, you know, namely Birmingham at two stories. Uh, we're already Birmingham at two stories at, with the 1500 deficit. So to add Mountain King's five stories and 
um, RHs, four stories, etc. cetera. Uh, all these things uh, need to be considered, uh, you know, so that uh, we're not impinging on the people who live in the neighborhoods and their, their front uh, uh, yard parking. Well, what, how about that nine-story building they're going to put at the southeast corner of Woodward and Maple? I mean, that's going to be a lot of people parking, too. Correct. But uh, as you know, that the uh, actual parking needs for that building are within that building. Namely, they, they have provided enough parking spots to uh, do the nine-story, uh, which, uh, you know, is the way I would personally want to see everything done. Uh, I want to emphasize that this is one of the parking system is an asset of all the people who are the shareholders of Birmingham. And as such, we need to protect it uh, because it, it belongs to all of us. And um, one of the first things that we did uh, four years ago was uh, ask the city manager to uh, uh, truly turned the parking into an enterprise, and we hired a gentleman named Aaron Ford, who is running the parking system, and uh, our revenues are going up, and our expenses are going down, uh, and as such, uh, his department has been doing an excellent job operationally, so... Well, it's, it's easier to pay. I got to say that uh, I haven't gotten a parking ticket in, in at least um, six weeks. So <laughs> I'm downtown all the time, you know. So uh, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, the two hour, two hours free. That's all. It's all it's all good. I mean, it's all good. It's just uh, success brings with it other challenges. And, you know, I mean, you could be you could be do, you could be riding the spiral the other way, which is uh, not so good. Uh, you know, but about enough about San Francisco, where we lived in the mid 80s. Uh, now, speaking of we're talking about, and by the way, I did not know that they had their on-site uh, parking for the nine story at the southeast corner of Woodward. But while we're on Woodward, is the commission looking to try and narrow Woodward Avenue in Birmingham like they're uh, trying to do in Ferndale? Is that a commission initiative? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, we call it the Woodward Diet. And uh, as such, uh, we're using Ferndale as a possible model. And, and of course, it, 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 uh, nothing's official, but we're, uh, that's one of uh, the missions of or goals of the commission is to make Woodward uh, more uh, pedestrian friendly and uh, of course the noise uh, of the aftermarket burners uh, we're trying to deal with that and I, I applaud our police department they continually meet with our reps uh, our, uh, which by the way they're going to be at our meeting tonight and this will be brought up about the the woodward diet um, but uh, the police are attempting to uh, do as much as they can. I want to encourage them to do more um, because uh, when you live along that corridor, uh, you, you know, the noise level can get uh, just hor horrible, you know, but yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, it's, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what you try. I do know, I always thought of Woodward Avenue as kind of a, it's kind of a river, you know, and the town, we built the town beside it. And if we want to try and dam it up, 
uh, you know, good luck. People are going to want to start going through the neighborhoods again, which that's no good. Uh, I can tell you that. That's uh, not that's, good at all. That's how I. Uh, that's why I got into. That's how I got into politics. Actually, really? Uh, yeah, it was actually a road uh, road widening. It was about wide. Believe it or not, they were going to widen Maple to five lanes. You may remember that. Okay. That's, that's where I came in. I said that, that's so stupid. And we put an end to it. But, uh, you know, narrowing Woodward, that's that's interesting. I will be uh, paying well, attention. Slowing it down uh, a little bit, as well as, uh, you know, we have two problems with uh, our uh, Lansing governess. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I thought I was the only one that said that. OK, well, uh, two problems, uh, one of which is uh, the uh, aftermarket um burners for the cars i mean that has turned into a huge industry with a uh, a large amount of lobbyists who uh keep it going and, and that's part of the problem on uh, woodward um the the other problem is uh the uh, speed you know namely uh for safety and such i think uh we should be entertaining anything to slow it down. Now, I will say uh, we did the improvement on Brown Street by Jacks, namely between Big Woodward and Old Woodward uh, to uh, slow things down and make it more safe for pedestrians. And this was part of a plan that we did with uh, MDOT to uh, ensure that MDOT, before the end of the year, is going to have a light on the east side of Woodward, uh, right at 4th Street, or the continuation east of Brown. Uh, um, there's going to be a traffic light with uh, that sidewalk now that's just north of Speedway. And, and that should be you know, an east-west uh, union that uh, we, we is long overdue. Well, it's interesting because uh, maybe maybe they shouldn't time the lights, so you have to go between 53 and 57 miles per hour to make them all, uh, which is, of course, illegal. Uh, I'm not saying that I do that, but it can be done. Uh, yeah, uh, slowing Woodward down, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, good luck. I mean, it's, uh, it is, uh, you know, it is historic. Uh, I, I understand how it's a barrier and I understand how they've had a lot of different schemes for how you can connect the two halves of the city and, uh, you know, good luck. You know, I, that's, that's going to be interesting. Uh, one thing about, uh, let's go to neighborhoods real quick before we run out of time. Uh, the neighborhoods seem to be doing great. The only issue is the, uh, the you know, there's, there's good news and bad news. The good news is the neighborhoods are desirable. The uh, not so good news is that there's redevelopment. Uh, the smaller, older houses and the ones with the large lots are being knocked down for bigger houses, which is, I guess, you know, cities are dynamic, but I don't know what you do about that. I don't know if you can do anything about that. Uh, I, I firmly believe there is plenty that we can do. And uh, part of the problem is uh, that the uh, all our ordinances, our building ordinances, are very commercial developer friendly and what they ought to be is neighborhood and community friendly uh, there should be bigger setbacks uh, more uh, uh, height restrictions and that would help keep a, a neighborhood going the same way i would like to see us incentivize renovation 
if, if you have a smaller home, why not put an addition on it? And the whole notion of everything I just said is to attempt to stay affordable. That is a problem in Birmingham. That's definitely a problem is affordable as, as the community becomes more desirable, the uh, value of the lots go up as the value of the lots go up. It becomes more difficult to get financing for a small, you know, teeny tiny house on a lot that, that is, you know, as that. So it, it, the bank regulations also, or these guidelines tend to favor that too. I'm watching the stuff go down. Uh, you know, it's too bad. Uh, I don't know how you, you know, how you do that. Uh, you don't want to get into the reverse spiral. You end up like in Detroit with nothing but vacant lots. But, oh, true, true. Uh, you know, I think that there's a general movement by the neighborhoods saying, uh, you know, this is a little ridiculous uh, how big these places uh, are compared to what I would call the ambiance of the neighborhood, uh, the flow of the buildings. Um, you know, people are becoming more and more concerned about these McMansions and what what they're not they're not helping the uh, community or the sense of neighborhood. They're, they're uh, you know more of a thorn in uh, uh, most of our neighborhoods, and as such, I think we should deal with it. Now, what I what I, we're talking about, Chuck, is anti-growth and I'm not anti-growth. I just think that the growth shouldn't be as large of, of buildings. It, it ought to keep uh, the flow of a, a neighborhood. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I don't envy you grappling with that problem. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's easier to kind of, man, you can't manage it. There's lots of things. I mean, uh, a Mick mansion is one thing, but you know, have, is your neighbor going to be home with a whopper? Uh, Cause that changes, that does change everything. Uh, but, but I'm someone who has three cars with a two car garage anyway. So, uh, although I don't know, they, I got some bad news about the convertible. Oh, well, uh, now just going forward, we're going to, we're going to have to leave it here. Uh, it's been really good talking with you and the city commission for all, sometimes you have a lot of sparks flying, but when it came down to the election, the people, no, nobody ran against you. You got reelected. I consider that a ratification. Uh, thank you, Chuck. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure, uh, always, uh, to, to be with you and, uh, you know, the fact that you're you're a former Mr. Birmingham, you continue to be Mr. Birmingham. Uh, it, it's delightful that I get in your, uh, you know, get, get to be on your show. Thanks. Well, thank you. It's always good to have you. And uh, we'll we'll definitely have you back and keep an eye on the uh, on the uh, on what's going on. All right. Uh, we'll leave it there. I'm Chuck Moss. And thank you for joining us here on Eye on Oakland.